Welcome to this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg Griffith as we together learn what it means to be leaders of our world as we faithfully love and faithfully lead. Like, share, rate, and review this podcast with your friends and others of influence for they too are looking for people like you to help them lead and love day to day. Without further ado, here is your host, Greg Griffith. Well, hello, leaders. It is good to be back with you. want to share with you a little bit today about results. You know, I was just talking to a really good friend of mine, and he shared with me that uh, it is so important for him to be in a results-driven church. And I think that we all want that. We all think about that. And we all would say, absolutely. But let's be honest. I think a lot of times we don't know how to get there. We say, what are the results that are happening? And I think sometimes we try to make up for this and say, well, it's up to the Holy Spirit. And true, it is up to the Holy Spirit. But let's look at the reality that the Holy Spirit is working in everyone's lives and is using us. And so there is something about being results-driven. And I think it's okay to be results-driven. Matter of fact, I would say that it's important to be results-driven. So let's talk about then how you look at getting results. And I think the first thing that many times people do when they look at getting results is they begin to look and they say, gosh, what am I doing? And they get their list, and this is their function list, the things that are happening every day. And they look over all the things that they're doing and they say, how do I get more results? I don't even have enough time in a day. And we're going to talk about that in a minute too as well. But here's what I think I want you to do. First of all, I want you to put in your head this word, results. Okay. So now let's break it down for how to gain results. R in results. Relax. This is key because once again, when we start to look at our results, we get overwhelmed with the tsunami of information, production, and projects that we're a part of. So first thing, take a deep breath and relax, relax. And now we get to move to the next step, evaluate. What are you doing and not even like the measure of what you're doing of how much of it is, but what's gaining steam and where are you finding life? So this is where I want you to start. Where are you finding life in the projects, the ministries that you're doing? And then what's gaining steam? What are you finding that you're doing that you're saying, man, this is really working. This is going great. This, I can see the ball moving forward. Where is it that the amount of efforts you do that you can say, man, if I just pour 10% into this, it goes really great and it goes really far. I don't feel like I'm pouring 90% into something and just gaining a yard. I feel like I pour 10% into something and we gain a first down. So start there. Start with what you are finding passionate and what is gaining traction and what is moving the ball pretty effortlessly and easily, okay? So focus on that one, maybe two. Please don't go farther than that. Second, simplify. So now as you look at this, 
don't look at this and say, okay, I have to set goals. By the way, can I just say, I think pastors in general, and if this is any a Lutheran audience in any way, are the worst at this as well. Because I think we look, and, and you can see this, when we build job descriptions, we build job descriptions that only Jesus could fulfill. And so we really say, no matter what position we're hiring, we want to hire Jesus. Ooh, man, I don't know. So i um, pretty sure you're not going to hire Jesus. But I also think when we look at our goals, um, we look and we start to, we fill this huge list of goals, and it's almost to provide a self-worth for ourselves, a self-worth for ourselves. So here's what I would do. Simplify. Don't have a goal result list of five to 10 to projects to, pr- to pr- uh, produce and to um, complete in the next quarter. Pick one or two goals and projects and knock them out of the park, right? Here's the axiom I like to use when I think about that. You have to learn to hit singles before you can learn to hit doubles and triples and home runs, right? You look and you see major league baseball players began working off the tees, right? And that's not when they were six. That's when they were 26, right? So simplify, focus on that. Utilize what resources you have around you in order to produce the results you desire. What assets are there? Volunteers, possibly. People, money, um, traction, others that, that say, this is what I want to do. And also, don't reinvent everything. You don't have to create everything from scratch. So just utilize what's there. I guarantee that as you simplify and you focus, you already have the things you need in order to produce the results you want. You already have all the things you need in order to produce the results you want. So, Let's just recap real quick. R for relax, E for evaluate, S for simplify, U for utilize, L for leverage. Leverage your giftedness and the giftedness of others. Maybe you're not a discernment person. Maybe you're not the finisher. Maybe you're the dreamer. Maybe you're the finisher, but not the dreamer. Find someone around you and your volunteers or your staff or whoever to project plan together. Don't do this in a silo or a vacuum. And it doesn't matter how big your church is, there are people wanting to work with you and alongside of you. So leverage that giftedness and the giftedness of others. Lastly, tenacity. Don't forget to finish completely. I think, I think sometimes, excuse me, sometimes we get to 80%, 90% and we go, ah, oh, this is good. It's done. What's next? No, no, no. Finish all the way. <clears throat> get it done. Right. For me as not a tenacity person, this is the hardest part. Right? And then the S in results succeed. This is the success you'll have when you put these things in place. When you relax, when you evaluate, when you simplify, when you utilize, when you leverage, and when you're tenacious. And don't forget to celebrate the results. Celebrate the win and then start with your next project, right? 
So once again, it is good to be a part of a result-driven church, result-driven industry, result-driven business. It's learning and leading those things out. Next month, we're going to talk about the difference between lag goals and lead goals in order to get those results. But leaders, once again, thanks so much for joining me today. Like, share this, get this out there. Hey, real quick, I'm going to start something new. I'm not paid for this in any way. I just like doing this. A book of the month that I'm recommending. I'm recommending to you right now, especially with this, I'm recommending to you Carrie Newhoff's new book, At Your Best. I just read it. It is a really great read, quick read, chocked full of free resources with inside the book. So make sure you get the book. Uh, It's on Barnes & Noble, Christian Books uh, Distributors or ChristianBook.com, Goodreads. Uh, It's also an audio book, Audible. Uh, and then it's also on Amazon, of course, too. So Carrie Newhoff's new book, At Your Best, I promise you, it's going to give you time. Who doesn't want that? I know I do. And it's going to relieve stress. Again, another thing we all desire. So this will give you practical steps in order to achieve those two things. Have a great day, leaders. Thank you for being a part of this month's Greg Griffith Leadership Podcast. Join Greg next month for leadership insights to faithfully love and faithfully lead. Now go be terrific today.